We're talking Shonda Rhimes shuts down Jesse Williams haters. Also, Alton Sterling shooting and a lot more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. We will not bow down. We're going to start the show today real political. It's political time. We're going to take it back to the Panthers movie Freedom Soundtrack right now. Y'all feeling us. I know y'all feeling us. We're going to let this beat kick in just for a second. That's the current move we're in today. Welcome to Black Hollywood Lives this week. I'm your host, Dario Kristen, and joining me today is DJ Jesse J. And Courtney Stewart, who we are so happy that she's back. She was gone last week. And sorry for y'all who said that we did not acknowledge. Dario don't appreciate you because you dark as skin. You know what I mean? He'll be missing you when you Yeah, I only missed the, apparently the light skinned curlies who are gone, which is not true. But that thank is you not for, true. I have not been missed before. But thank you for bringing that point out because you love Courtney and we are glad she's back. Rachel True is not here today, but she will be back as well next week. Freedom, y'all. Freedom is what we're talking about today because we got a lot of topics. Not only are we talking about Shonda Rhimes and Jesse Williams haters, descendants of slaves and their owners meet after 181 years. FBI wants border control to check out social media. Virginia governor restores felons' rights to vote. We're going to be talking about that Alton Sterling uh, situation. And swimmers Leah Neal and Simone Manuel make Olympic history. We're going to start off and just get right into it. Get in it. Boom. All right. Well, so we all talked about the Jesse. Well, we were supposed to talk about Jesse Williams last week. Uh, unfortunately, we. It's because I wasn't here today. You know what I mean? Got, got cut short because you know how Robert Richard just be talking. He Y'all just saw he that. Be has that energy. You know, yeah. we love it. I did uh, miss him though. And, and he I missed you too. He uh, but he'll see you this weekend. Yeah, you'll see him this weekend. Um, but no, so we talked Sorry. about Jesse Williams actually on our other BHL so yes. reality check. And then also, uh, right before we just did a conversations or portraits, which we still wanted to show you guys over here, yes. um, with Kim Whitley. So you guys can definitely check that out. We talked about the Jesse Williams. Uh, speech a little more in detail but so obviously social media wise that change.org has a petition Mm -hmm. to remove jesse williams based off the speech from gray's anatomy twitter went ham with it um and over six thousand almost seven thousand uh some people have signed this petition and Shonda shut it down with one tweet. Shut. She said, um, people, boo don't need a petition. Boo, don't Hashtag Shonda Land rules. Mm-hmm. We're mad at her. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would, first of all, what's some, like, why would we, what did he do? Did he, did he shoot somebody uh, while a child was in the back of a car? No, he oh. didn't. No, but here, here's where the, some of the complaints have been, is that they're saying if a white person made the speech that he made, what did, that people would, because he was talking about the ra- issues that are happening, first of all, let's, let's just talk about he, that's what he was referring, everything he was referring to, but people of, people of non-ethnicity backgrounds are saying that he if a white person has said it, that it would have been something that was considered racist. And no. that it was a racist statement that See, he was no. making. And I completely disagree with that, but that is where people if are If a white person it. had given Jesse Williams' speech, we'd all be like, well, praise the Lord. 
or somebody is in they London did. really know what's going on in the world, okay? But if you're saying if a white person gave the speech that Jesse Williams gave, but in the context no, saying it's a, about white people. Yeah, it's in the context then, of white people. That's, that's, that's the a completely ludicrous argument. I agree. Because such situations don't exist for white people. So right. they're, they're, that made no sense whatsoever, and you're an idiot. All of you that signed that petition are idiots. I'm sorry. I don't like to call people out their name, but y'all dumb. I mean, that was yeah. dumb. There's no I mean, he was only speaking about the facts of the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 he threw in the fact of telling black folks to you step, know, up. step up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He spread it out. Yeah. You know, like, are you going to even get mad at him he about that speech? He spread the love, y'all. He was telling everybody to take responsibility for what the hell is going on. Because so. he understands both sides of it. He is a product of both sides of it. So it just, it blows my mind that anyone could even take it to this level. It doesn't blow my mind, actually, but to I, be quite honest. I don't know if you were going to read this, but I just wanted to read this part, too, because I love this. This was a tweet um, after, Jesse sent a tweet after Shonda sent her oh, tweet yeah. about that. And he said, do not promote empty people and their tantrums. Pure click hate to gain they, followers. Clickbait. Oh, excuse me. Pure clickbait to gain followers, attention, and money for themselves. Not you, never you. I appreciate there that. You go. Mm-hmm. And it's true. A lot of the times, these these articles that you guys click, they just are trying to find the most scandalous something, or they're exploiting somebody yeah. just based off that. Um, okay, so in another news, I'm gonna mess this name up, y'all. Good luck in with South it. Carolina, there's this plantation, <laughs> and um, well. Nakuma Stewart, who is a, a slave descendant, uh, sat for dinner with a Robert Adams, who um, his family owned the Stewart's family um, until they were emancipated in 1865. And basically their great-great-great-great-grandmother, Sarah, then had a, 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 uh, then a slave. She gave birth to a child, and now we have all these descendants. So 181 years later... They had met over Facebook and contacted each other, linked up with each other, and they said, you know, we don't want to hold the past. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we don't want any negativity. We want to, you are related to me. I am related to you. Let's get to know who we are. Hi, my name is Mr. Stewart, and my name is Mr. Adams. Let's get to know each other. So they went to dinner. Uh, they had dinner on the plantation, um, and they tweeted this picture out. I love and, it. And, well, I'm glad you did because some people, people on Twitter did not think that this was a good idea. Now, it's your family. At the end of the day, and if we're in 2016, we can't come to a conclusion of the, it wasn't like these people do these people own slaves. They own a piece of property in, in the land, and they met. I don't know. There's just I, to me, I can't find the malice in this. They said it, and if you look at the article, they talk about both sides of the family said this wasn't a this wasn't something meant to be to go backwards and talk about the struggle that has happened. What we want to do is move forward. We want to know who our family family is. Even the white relatives were saying we want to know you. We want to be a part of you. And four, be, generations four generations. Four generations. So why? What, what's wrong with that? And I feel like if, there's so much power. Like for those of you who have never been like on plantation land or a lot of people that like go to West Africa and go where the slaves were held on the beaches like that is a surreal spiritual experience yeah. that I personally think in a lot of ways could heal a lot of things mm. that if we get back to a place so I know they're saying they don't want to go backwards or whatever but there's power in the blood that was shed on that land. Right. So to me, it's just baffling that people have such little respect for what they're doing. And I get it on the outside. It's kind of like the white man still on the plantation that's been in his yeah, family right, for right. years. And I, and I, all right, but he part. is not his 
grandfather or his great grandfather and all of that and if we're ever going to get to a place like part of the problem is that black people were never restored to anything they were never given their 40 acres and a mule they were never allowed to maintain their businesses and at a minimum this is allowing recognition that you were family you are family you are blood and there's power in that and I just think it's sad that people came all negative about it and whatever. I mean, you can't, you know, it's just like you can't worry about anything. You can't please everybody and at the end of the day, the family just wanted to get to know each other and and first of all, the things we've been talking about, we talked about on Portraits with Kim Whitley today. People have to have conversations. Right. That's the only way we can move forward. Without conversation, all this other stuff we're doing doesn't matter because if you're not learning from what is being done and and, and, and open up that elephant in the room to talk about it, it's never we're never going to move forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're, we're always going to have the same problems every time. Yep. So, sorry. I went on my little high horse for a second. Well, that's all I got for y'all. That's the end of that. (laughs) All right. um, We're going to move on to something more positive. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Dario's on one today. Something Uh, more positive. More positive. Or maybe not positive, but uh, it is making the news, Courtney. Oh, it's, I mean, I don't know. You can look at it however you want to look at it. It might be just Big Brother's taking over the world. Um, So, basically, this week a proposal was submitted to the federal registrar Federal Registrar by Customs and Border Protection to have travelers submit their social media profiles details along with their visa waiver applications when they are entering the United States. So there's sort of been like discussion for a while now that like a lot of terrorist activity and shady things are happening over social media and maybe that should be some of the criteria that is what customs is actually looking at when people come into the country and they're saying that the proposal would only affect those seeking visa waivers which allow people from certain countries to remain in the United States for up to 90 days without applying for a visa. Mm -hmm. So I mean it's supposed to be for vetting purposes and that is all but some people are saying that's not America. That's just another way for the government to get involved in. Well, the conspiracy theory. Well, exactly. Once you let this happen, and of course it starts off innocent. It, it actually it sounds so like okay, this actually like, might be okay, a good idea. Not a bad right. idea. You know what I mean? Because it, in fact, to me, it's going to affect these people who might be coming into the country mm-hmm. to do something. Well, that's why I thought it was positive. But the thing is, is now you're creating the technology or the the uh, you know the document that says we can do this at, at, for a certain type of person for a certain sector a of certain the world. countries certain oh, people oh, another person got shot now well you know what it worked for our border controls so you know maybe what? we should do it over here yes all these uh, black people being shot you know what we're gonna uh, go into all the police officers phones and right. we're gonna and then it's there so now it's like but now it's official and it's government and then it comes into the homes and right. that's where it's like okay that's where it gets scary because you see it in, here in America it, it's a, a snowball effect and so that's where hearing this makes me go to that conspiracy you know me I'll just automatically go there yeah. <laughs> go there because people make interesting decisions out of fear mm-hmm. well they uh, if, good if it's going to protract 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 yeah protract it's been a long day it's been a long protract. day protect us protect us then you know that's one thing but if it's just to have people's personal information with but if but what if that goes hand in hand it's having people's personal information allegedly to protect us but we have no evidence that it will actually protect us because we haven't done it yet but the only way to find out if it'll protect us is maybe to do it so then what do you do right. do you open that door because that's Pandora's box yeah, like, that is Pandora's box yeah because a lot of other things could come along with that a lot of other things could come along with that so anyway it's out there guys it's not rule of law yet they do say that it um, should be optional 
But it's one of those things like if it's optional on the form and you don't fill it out, they Question. gonna look at you sideways. Like why? Why you ain't sharing what your what's on your social media? Right. I'd be like nudes. So that <laughs> I don't want to see me naked. So I mean, who knows? I, I don't. I don't know what they're gonna end up deciding. But it's out there, guys. So Big Brother is. He's always watching. He or she. Yes. But in other news, this I think is a positive story, maybe? Mm-hmm. Kind of, sort of. So you need to say that real positive, though. Well, Your voice got real high There's, again, loopholes. There's right. always holes in it. But basically, the governor of Virginia, Mr. Terry McAuliffe, has basically, he signed an order that gives um, over 200,000 ex-offenders restoring their right to vote. Because for those of you all know, if you're a felon, you lose your right to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, so he just basically signed this like massive order for 200,000 ex-offenders to get it. And since then, over 9,000 former felons have actually registered to vote in Virginia. Um, he's basically being sued by the Republicans in his state saying that he overreached his um, level of power because in Virginia they already had a process that you could go through to get your right to vote back, but it's literally on a one-to-one basis, and it was a substantial amount of paperwork. It was like a whole ordeal for them to get their right to vote back. Um, and so the Republicans feel like he just did that because he's a Democrat, and right. Hillary's running for president, and she needs a little help with the black folks in she the state. Does. And this is a way, because obviously, disproportionately, those offenders are black. Yeah. Um, so this is sort of a, they think it's just a political play for him to like help Hillary look better in the state. And they're going after him for it, and they want to restore it. But he said, if he loses in court, because it's going to the Supreme Court of Virginia, this I believe this month, um, if he loses in court, he will still sit down and sign all 200,000 petitions mm. individually one order at a time to make sure those people have a right their right to vote back. Here's my thing. I think it's I think it's something that needs to happen because we are we we've talked about this on the show where they they are trying to re- rehabilitate the prisoners when they leave prison and to get them back to a normal life. Giving them their right to vote is part of that. If they have shown that they, you know, are a a, a well-rounded citizen, yeah. they should have that mm-hmm. right. And that's the thing; these people, they're not on probation anymore. They're not on parole. Like they are, they've passed. They've paid their debt to society, and those are the groups of people that he gave this right back to. It wasn't so people in the middle. And there was apparently some little problems in the middle because bureaucracy has its problems um, where some people fell through the cracks that maybe were still, I think, on probation or something and they got through. But the system, the people working in the system said they were able to rectify those problems without too much of an issue. So... I don't know. There's lots of and lots of the guys that were given the right to vote back and registered were excited and they said it makes us feel like we're a part of the community again and that we're allowed to be people. Just the fact that someone took a stance yeah. to do something so against the grain yeah. that for years and years has been the norm. So, I mean, just that, I mean, a little bit gives me hope that people are starting to wake up and think, okay, maybe the system isn't 100% correct. Right. No. And it's okay. That's right. fine. Everyone messes up. It's like if you're building a business, you're never going to get it perfect right away. But as you're going along, when you start seeing fuck-ups, you fucking fix it. Right. You don't fucking bury it under a goddamn rug. Right. Yeah. He, and <laughs> We're in a coffin. <laughs> right. It's actually, the, the governor actually made an interesting comment when he said that the reason he sort of part of why he went after it is because once he um, he was in a building for the state or whatever, and it, he realized that, you know, black people built this building, and then in 1902, we decided to enact this order to disenfranchise anyone committing a felony 
fully aware that black people were way more likely to be convicted of a felony than anyone else. And so he felt like in a certain way he was sort of trying to right what the system had already done that was wrong. Hmm. So I thought that was cool. I mean, yeah, you know, it's definitely cool. That that is something that needs to change. Y'all scared all them black folks going to be able to vote. That was really going on. I would love to see a statistic maybe like three years from now that mm-hmm. shows if you know how that kind of changed this voting this process, voting process. Mm-hmm. that and another That's thing I know it's not say. one of our topics but I just want to quickly throw it out there how Snoop's going to help uh, I was, Hillary oh, God, I was the just reason I say wanted that. to bring that up is just because I think it's so funny to me and we always see it with voting that celeb- they use celebrities for power right now is such an important time for that because yeah. Donald Trump is the celebrity yeah. in the race You're right. so it's almost and like the amount of coin he got who know he about to pay off and yeah. get to join his little situation but you know I applaud Snoop Dogg for stepping up and in, into the world of voting and getting you know where you think that a, a large group of his followers wouldn't be Prone to doing that, right. you know what I mean? Spend yeah. that time at home smoking weed, being like, "Yeah, I'll get yeah, to like that." Yeah, yeah. So I appreciate that he doing it, yeah. and you know, you know he got a new album coming out too. Shout out to you, Snoop. Shout out to you, Snoop. Snoop. All right, uh, we're gonna move on to our EUR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. We're gonna do it. With, oh, there we go. There it is. Spotlight of the Week. Well. You know, I don't even know how to introduce this story because I, 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 it's not just, as a hashtag, not as a hashtag, and it's it's once again tragic and affecting our community in so many ways, and and we got to figure out you know what needs to be done to change this. But Alton <coughs> Sterling obviously has been a focus of conversation worldwide the last couple of days since he was killed Tuesday of this week in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Thirty-seven year old, father of five known as like the community man you know in in the neighborhood was selling CDs in front of a a convenience store um, and uh, was bantering back and forth actually with the owner of the convenience store in a friendly fun kind of a way and next thing you know cops are called allegedly saying accusations of him threatening people you know showing a weapon and all these things a little you know he, they said even when the police arrived that Alton had no idea what was really going on and, and was unaware of, of what this was actually what was actually happening police you know took him down uh, one police officer apparently says that he that Alton had a gun shots were fired multiple shots he died this week from multiple gunshot wounds to the chest and, and, and uh, back area. And, you know, this this is an uproar. You know, this is something that people are just not taking this anymore. We're fresh off of, obviously, uh, a lot of sensitivity with several of the killings that have happened over the last year. Um, I found a really interesting statistic that they did a poll that one in five African Americans report unfair, unfair dealings with police in the last month, just the last month alone. Um, there have been two videos that have resurfaced. The first video they were saying was a, one side angle and that it wasn't a lot of clarity in exactly what Why happened. are we saying but? Like, that's just where I can't. It's like every time, well, right. well, right. well, there's only so many freaking excuses. Like, yeah. And not only that, but we're in two 2016. It isn't like a he said, she said story to where, oh, maybe, you know, maybe something didn't happen. It's visually in front of you. It's visually in front. Oh, he was scared. He was fearful. Well, what about the guy who got shot? Like, it's just crazy. It's the same conversation every week. And it blows my mind because we're having the same conversation with the same fucking people. So it's like, really, how does it grow? Because the people who need to hear the conversation don't want to hear the conversation. And this is the saddest thing. And I know I just kind of went into a rant right now. But it is. And it just, it brought 
brought me to a thing, and this is so sad. I, I got my hair cut today, and I was talking to my barber about it. And I said, and this is so sad, but I feel like for that middle America group, that the the groups of of racist racism racist people, it's going to take that one white person to get shot. That then when they give that outpour of love and affection to this one person. It's going to be like, they're going to realize, oh, wait, the rest of the world doesn't give that right. kind of affection. Well, yeah, because we've seen these fucking kind of slayings for fucking how long? Yeah. And nobody wants to wake up. Nobody wants to take ownership. Nobody wants to say, you know what? You know what? Maybe I, let's not stand up for the, the police right now. Maybe something di- is wrong. Maybe we need to. This is a psychology problem. This is a problem that mentally th- is wrong with these people. That was anger yeah. in that man. Pure anger. We see it on camera. Yeah. It's just... I just can't, and it just, that that's what irritates me, and that's why it's just, it's hard to have this conversation without getting overly passionate, because it's like, you deal with people, and there's always a but. There's a there's but. There's always a but, and I just can't with the but anymore. Well, here's the thing. There's a second video that we're going to show, um, bear with us, and I it is graphic, but we have a, a, it's about one minute and ten seconds, so please bear with us on it, but we want to play the video um, here of the second video that they say actually is going to help the case, they're hoping, because it's a little bit clarity in the footage. We'll play it now. This is, this is tough to watch, and and for the people who are just listening, please go to Black Hollywood Live and check out the video. Or, or you know, we, it, it's just it's it's horrifying to watch. Um, so that's a that's the video just number no two. Care. Oh, just no care. Disgusting. You just see how Alton is just handled by the police, and you even see the part where him him basically screaming and and for his life at that moment, and. Um, this is tough, man. It's just it's, it's tough. They say that this is the he is the 136 person black man that has been a black person that's been killed this year from a police altercation alone. Um, you know, they're saying that this second video will help. There's about 238,000 people who are currently in Baton Rouge, and they said the tensions are just running really, really high there. I mean, there's been protesting, peaceful protesting, but there has been more protesting. Um, you know, people are calling for leaders to really come come on board and, and, and take over this and, and, and make a story around this and, 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 and fire the mayor and the police chief in the city, you know? Um, what, what, you know, what do you, you saw the video. What do you guys think about that? I mean, I just, like you said, just, I just get kind of emotional watching it because it's, that's somebody's father, somebody's, you know, somebody's friend, you know, they, they been said, doing the same thing same for six thing. years. His son who's 15 is wailing while he's watching, you know, they're doing a press conference. He just lost his father over something to me that looks the most senseless out of all of it because he wasn't even doing anything. Yeah. You know, he it wasn't was, even doing was, anything. And it's like the repeat of something we've already seen multiple times. And it only it's more devastating to me because I'm like, we've seen it however many times we've seen it. What the last like two years, it seems mm-hmm. like this, like every crazy week we talk burst of like every seeing week. it. But obviously that to me, that's just, oh, my God, we're seeing all these all of a sudden because somebody happened to be there with a camera to do it. What does that speak to for how many how often it's actually happening mm-hmm. yeah. when we have no idea that it's happening? 
And I just, uh, a friend of mine that I went to school with uh, posted something on Facebook that had me, because I was sitting like, I don't even want to talk about this no more. Like, I don't know, because it's a circle. Like, I, I don't, and I was all up in my feelings. And this person said the following. He said, there's no question that black lives are seen as less, no question. But at what point does pleading with someone who for thousands of years has proven he doesn't think your life matters become the definition of insanity? The world hates black people. Mm. And I was like, and this is a black, young, educated, wonderful man, father, has a son, I believe, and a wife. And because it made me, like, it just made me think because I don't know what to say anymore. Like, I don't have... And I'm tired of saying it. I'm tired of saying what I do say because it it's nothing. And, like, and you look back... Because sometimes you're like, you're supposed to know your history so you can know where you came from in order to get to the next step. We know enough of history to know that there has only been in this country a consistent cycle of disrespect, disregard, and essentially torture for black people. Mm -hmm. So at this point, when he said is doing the same thing and expecting at some point for it to change the definition of insanity... Is it? Like, are we just permanently in a state that we just need to learn that this is how it's going to be? I don't accept that. And it that. sucks. You can say I, you I don't accept, accept it. That, you cannot, but it's not stopping. It has not stopped at one point throughout the course of the history of this country. There has never been a point in the history of this country, even when we got civil rights, like, we, we made a move, we got civil rights, 70s came along. Crack epidemic came along. Like there's it, it and I so I don't and I don't want to be that pessimistic. I don't want to think, but but and I guess like we all have to state live in a state of hope, perhaps. But is it empty? Because you know it's so funny you say that, and this is like crazy. You know my theories, but I got to a point of saying like I love being Greek. I'm 100 percent Greek. Both my parents are from and Puerto Rican parts of Greece, and in Daryl's mind, Puerto Rican. <laughs> and I'm um, a stand up shows I do Puerto Rican. Too. Um, but no. So then I started thinking. I was like, you know, I love the history of me being Greek, right? But that was more so when I was younger. The older I got, and where I wasn't fully accepted and felt belonged to that. My, you know, my own culture. Uh, and I start to, you know what I mean? Like hang out with my friends and start building Jesse Janity, who I am. And as I move forward, and it was funny, as this happened today, I, I was on the treadmill and I was thinking to myself, history is a beautiful thing. But if we're in this conscious place now, if people are starting to wake up in this conscious thing and we become this mixed world... You know, is that the only, like, because here's where I'm at, is that the only way for us to eventually see ourselves? Like, everyone has to become one, where we are morphing into this mixed breed of human instead of respecting the different cultures, the different ethnicities. Like, it's just so weird to me how you could look at somebody who's living, breathing, speaking, and just based off their a pigment assume that there's so much difference in that mm -hmm. that you have the power over so it's crazy to me it blows my mind i don't know where i was going with that but it's just I like mean, I, was you. I was just a whole lot of feelings that you know this morning and then you just again i can't even be on social media no. the past three days because i'm like 
I can't look at the same posts every day. I can't look at certain people that I'm friends with. You know what I mean? Even when I posted something the other day, when I saw who liked that, it was all black people. All my black friends were like, not one of my white friends liked it. A couple of them did. But I'm like, it was just interesting. You know what I mean? It's just, you just are starting to see things. And I don't want that to affect my judgment on people and things like that. But how can you Because you want to believe the best. 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 But even in speaking to that, like, I and I stayed off of social media yesterday because I was severely upset. And this morning, like, I was not going to make it here today. Because I started, and then I looked, started looking at social media this morning. And, like, there's so many comments from other people saying, where are all my white friends at? Why ain't nobody liking on right. this? And why? And I was so shocked still. And I'm like, why am I shocked? Because it's not a surprise, really. Like, it makes people uncomfortable. I know. It's making you that man was murdered in front of all of us. All of everybody. He was murdered in front of all. Yeah. Whatever excuse you got. And then the other one, the other video with Philando, like yeah. it's that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So to sit here and try to pretend like I I mean, and I'm I'm a God fearing person, I believe in God, I believe that there is something greater and all of that, but it's very difficult right now to sit here and believe that this country is capable of greater. Mm. At me. this point, I mean, I feel you. Because right. I feel like we thought we we had elevated. We like well, that's what's disappointing because that's what we thought. We thought that this would pr- create this profound difference of change, and it actually feels like it's going. But see, but see, that's what it makes me think. Like I'm thinking, like, okay, well, maybe this idea that we thought this was this monumental change was only the proof of how uncomfortable people actually are right. with and this. And now it's really coming out. So now it's only coming out yeah. more because no, up until then, they never gonna be president. They ain't really gonna right. do that much. Now it's like, real. but now it's real so uh uh-oh let's roll back so then i'm like am i just being stupid for not believing in except like if you see crazy on this side of the street do you keep walking across the street like the crazy is there it's always been there it hasn't changed why do we keep expecting that it will right i mean i I hear you i mean i can only hope that it will but i mean you know right now my faith in the belief system of that is is very slim because the thing is is just as you know we spoke about it check out our portraits with kim whitley Conversations. It starts in your community. Whether you go to church, you know, I mean, that's where she felt it. But it starts. But some people don't. Yeah. But it starts in your community. It starts with this. It starts with not with one person. They have an idea. They share it with people who belong that that understand that ideology and and believe in that. And they they push forward and they 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 educate their young. And the problem is that we live in a country that tells us what to think versus teaching us how to think. Think about when you send your kids to school and what they're learning. Make sure you're sitting with your kids and showing them how to think because it's so important people don't think about how do we think but this you take that and then who okay but you have a whole generation of people raising kids that weren't taught weren't how taught to those think. things so right. now you think they can teach their right. kids how to think like no just, no when I, i'm speaking like a, to the woke people i'm just who, saying it's like a psych but the woke people always exist they right. always have existed. Like Chris Rock said, the black people always been kind and sweet. They've always existed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I, whatever. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, you know, I what, have what, no solutions. We, we're, we unfortunately have to leave yeah. and go soon, but before we do that... We'll get I, some good credit here. We'll get some we'll good credit first. And credit. I just want to... One thing, I just want to leave. This isn't positive, but what pisses me off is that when these when these situations arise, they always try and focus on the negative part about that person. So now the whole thing is that they're focusing in on his 2009 uh, carrying a weapon, a, you know, charge. Wouldn't even be on a credit report. Controlled substance, but let's let's talk about the fact that none of that mattered when he got shot by the police. None of that was because that was none of that was on him, and that was what seven years, you know, eight years ago, six years ago now, whatever. Hillary Um, ain't getting trouble, you know. And I want to know, you know, what at this stage this needs to affect our 
political race. These are things that when we're defining Which is so who we interesting. Want, in, in no way it house, is. In no who, way is it. In at no all. Way. In no way. No way. People out here run around with a Hillary flag, and I'm like, what? What? I, did I miss something? Hillary, whatever. Listen, whatever. All right, we're going to leave on something positive. We would love to hear your feedback on that, too. Little Please Craig. tweet us. Let us know what you guys are thinking. You know, leave messages on our, our YouTube page, because we do read them, and we don't know what you guys Sorry, are saying. Sorry, I'm so negative conversation. this week, y'all. Um, and the mm-hmm. last thing, I'm going to leave it a positive note, um, is that two Stanford swimming teammates, uh, Leah Neal, who's 21, and Simone Manuel, are changing the stereotypes when they say black people don't swim. Yes, they These are. two have made the Olympic team, and it's for the four by 100 freestyle uh, team for the upcoming Olympics. So, you know, shout out to them. This is the first time two black women will compete on a U.S. swim team at the same time. That's awesome. Making history. Make sure you watch black those Olympics. Black Girl Magic. Black Girls Olympics Rock. Olympics in Brazil. Black Girls Rock. Oh, and Jesse, you got, Jesse something, got something for us? Something Boom. For us. Yes, y'all. Loot Crate. So it's a month subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than $20 a month you get 60, wow, 68 items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind okay. items, and more. You have until the 19th at 9pm Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate and when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's, it's over. over. So make sure you guys head to lootcrate.com backslash GNT and enter the code GNT to save $3 on any new subscription. So you guys can join them as they celebrate the futuristic they've packed july's crate with items from some of the pop culture's favorite uh science and futuristic shows uh you can look towards tomorrow with items from rick and rick and morty futurama Futurama, star trek mega man valent comics and the new star trek including say they're probably gonna really get a lot of business with that star trek including a model a figure and don't forget our monthly team that's a lot of items that's a lot of items in one crate yeah subscription box is like the newest thing right now awesome. and this is a geek one where they're giving you 68 items that's a deal yeah and can that's lootcrate.com forward slash GNT. oh sorry forward slash, forward slash. Yes. can I get a t-shirt that you think I mean, some old school apparel, t-shirts maybe because you know I love collecting those old school t-shirts and they're so expensive um, you know anywhere else so that's a good deal dollars with GNT that's what I'm saying check it out GNT, guys. GNT check it out is a special code alright guys unfortunately we have to go um, please check out our portraits interview as well with Kim Whitley that we just taped right before this this episode very of, deep this week. very deep and I know she's the funny lady but she gets it. She, she goes, goes in, real y'all. and goes she in on some of these things that are affecting our community today. So check that out. And also, uh, everybody have an upcoming great weekend. Absolutely. Um, hope they had a great fourth, and we'll see you next week. Where can fans find you, oh, Courtney? Find us, find me everywhere at Stuart Starlet. Jesse. DJ Jesse J. And you can find me at Daryl Christian on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And once again, please remember to give us notes, give us feedback on YouTube, tweet us, let us know, keep the conversation going because that's the only way. Change. How, do we, stop the How killing, do we stop guys? the killings? As Beyonce Give us said, some stop killing our people. I ain't got no solutions. I don't have no solutions. I ain't got no solutions. That's right. All right, everybody have a great weekend. Bye. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagramming, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.